<clears throat> the cl the closest anyone has got is the end of Total Recall. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm you, Law. I'm nobody's bitch. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the needy noon tender. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, you've just finished your sip. How the devil are you? All right. Cool. Brett, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, I was drinking. Thank you. I'm I'm grand. <laughs> so cool. working with everyone. Al, <laughs> <laughs> go first. Come on. Right, I haven't even written me fucking notes. Give me a ah, chance. Fuck's sakes. All right, uh, I'll go first. Al, take a swing thanks. at your notes while I give it a chat. So the last week has been um, wrought with working on house stuffs between paperwork permitting. I finally got the power company on the phone. Um, I think I've told you guys about it a couple of times, but they gave me a two month wait list talk uh, the last time I chatted with them. And it's been three, three plus. So I finally started an email chain with one contact I had over there. It took two days and I finally got a phone call back from the main planner. Uh, she told me this week, being very nebulous about times and dates, because I think that's just how they work, is not promising anybody anything so no one can get upset. Uh, she's going to come by this week and give the uh, the cabin a look over and then check on the poll and do whatever she needs to do on-site investigation. And then I'm meant to be hit with kind of the final game plan or design, as they call it, uh, which will come with an invoice or price tag. So be it, you know, we will cross that bridge when we get there. And I've got a little bit more preparation to do as far as setting up my current power for coding and zoning purposes. But I've had the help of Patrick, the electrician. I've been chatting with him back and forth over the last few weeks. He's just helping me kind of plan and make sure I'm getting the correct stuff because uh, kind of United States coding is fairly regular. So even though he's not license in california he still knows how things work across the board so i should be able to go and get the majority of the kit on my own then i have to get an electrician to come out and do like actual i'm a certified electrician and i sign off on this place being wired up correctly uh power company i don't know how long that's going to take even after the on-site but the ball is rolling and then 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 it starts this whole waterfall effect of uh, once I get power on site, I have HVAC guy who will do my heating and cooling system. Josh, the guy that I did the uh, forge day with a couple months back, super nice guy, really, really friendly. He's like a hundred percent on board. Like I'm going to take care of it. We're going to get it done. It's going to be great. You'll have air conditioning while it's hot as hell. Um, I painted my roof in preparation uh, with like this special roof sealer, white reflective gunk um, that's thick as molasses. And I was doing it while I was 123 on the roof, which was just damn silly because I kept having to take breaks. But uh, I got a 10 degree swing in the internal temperature. So I already know that it's doing better just having this whitewash on the on the roof. Yeah. Um, I started pulling trim, all the trim board off of my bathroom because I'm so sick of looking at it. And I know that's like step one. 
I bought bathroom stuffs the other day to start working on the shower and bathroom area, nice. meaning I've never done mortar before or done a shower pan before, but we're going to fucking give it a shot. Um, and luckily there's enough videos on YouTube between either friends of ours that we know that have done it or, you know, like the old guy, I love watching the old guy, uh, carpenter contractor. Who's like, man, you can do it like this, but here's how I do it. And then was, you, people buy trowels like this and I just do it with a block of wood. You know, <laughs> I love getting both sides of it because there's clearly the dude that's been doing it for 40 years and just knows what it takes to get it done. And then the people that we have on the other end of the spectrum who are like, I bought a fairly ready-made system. So you, you increase the cost but the labor is less intensive because of a lot of it's worked out for you. Um, it's been really fun just watching a lot of videos on that. Uh, but I do get to take a hammer to my wall soon to start knocking out drywall, which is going to be, it's going to be a weird feeling to actually take <laughs> my cabin and start physically doing stuff to it. Like ripping off the trim was one thing. So I was like, yeah, get out of here. I don't want you anymore. It's another thing entirely to, rip drywall down and actually gut a space and be yeah. like, okay, now I actually have to put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all really exciting stuff. I spent this morning, uh, woke up nice and early to help uh, the queen of Gary's, the mother of Gary's do another load of garbage off of her site. Um, we have a local guy named Dave. He is dumpster Dave. He comes and brings a huge dumpster trailer to your place. You load it up and he takes it away and you exchange money for his services and he's the nicest guy on the planet and he just hauls garbage for a living. Uh, so that was a good couple of mornings or that was a good couple hours of this morning just feeding Gary's because they immediately find Jess when she shows up on site and they all just start <laughs> asking for peanuts. So we're just like hauling garbage and throwing it in the thing and they don't care at all. They just go and stand on your feet and go like, it's peanut time, drop the wood. <laughs> Uh, so I feel like it's been a really eventful week of of really getting a lot of stuff done, but feeling like not only I'm am I behind on posting a video to Skull and Spade, the video I just posted doing the solar setup at the cabin was fun, and it was it was kind of a fun quick shoot, but it wasn't really a build. So it, like just personally, I was like I don't know. I put a video out, but like I didn't really do much in it. I just plugged wires into things and and made this stuff work, but good golly. Like I said, I'm, uh, I'm feeling very accomplished in the last week. I just feel like I actually haven't made anything. I haven't made physically made anything in a while. So but that's me. Not, sounds like you, like, although you haven't specifically like actually made anything in air quotes, it sounds like you've actually achieved quite a lot. Like there's a lot of progress going on. So it's, it's good, man. It's, yeah. it's good to hear. We're getting there. I'm yeah. I'm really excited to hopefully share bathroomy things with you guys. I mean, I have my uh my black toilet. Yay. I purchased a black toilet and it should be showing up in one week. I got the cool. email yesterday because they don't carry them in store, so I have to get it shipped to Home Depot and I will go and pick it up. But I'll do the black toilet and I uh told my Instagram Patreon followers that I'm doing the symbol sync which I will 100% be bugging you about again, Steve, just in terms of process, because it's intimidating as shit <laughs> to get into this. But I did get my silver solder in case I crack anything. Nice. And uh, yeah, anyway, 
this is just there's a lot of good stuff coming up in the next i would say month or two i'm, I'm super excited for it i just feel like i'm spending all this money i don't have and yeah making progress that's good though. like i say as long as you're making progress like unfortunately progress tends to be expensive or at least cost in some way it's very hard to do for free but it'll be worth it in the end man yeah, um yeah speaking of things that are worth it in the end al now that you've had a chance to write your notes what exciting things have you been up to this week <laughs> end <laughs> <laughs> Brett, are you going to paint a QR code on the roof so that when someone views it on Google Earth, it'll go straight to your YouTube channel? <laughs> well, he is now. Surprise silence. <laughs> uh, that's pretty badass. I like that idea. I can ask Ula. Ula did the the QR mm. scan thing for our, uh, our keychains. Hmm. Al, what are you going to We're waiting. Right, so, um, so the, <laughs> the boys came around at the weekend because uh, there was a sporting event on. Uh, mm. that rugby fans in the podcast probably would not be interested in. Um, and so there's lots of prep for that needed. Um, obviously, not in them for a very long time. So a bit of overexcited socialness. Uh, with <laughs> um one of which was rebuilding the rotisserie because yes. I basically had to take that apart when I made the automatic bed desk nonsense thing. So then repurposed the motors out of that, put them back on the rotisserie, uh, and then that all needed like completely sanding. It was just completely rusty and rotten and disgusting. Mm. So refurbed that. Um, and then I had to kind of build a little marquee outside as well because it was scheduled to rain all weekend uh, and we were trying to have this little garden party kind of outdoor television football affair. So I had to, yeah, essentially just put up a really low-budget redneck tarp tent. Um, <laughs> but it was an absolute beaut and filled it with, like, little tea lights and it, yeah. was, it was a nice, a pleasant place to be in. Awesome. Um, and then one of the lads that was coming around had been watching the um, Vitara vlog and basically had told his two daughters that I had made a camper van <laughs> and, and that they'd be around at one o'clock. So I, I essentially had to spend the entire morning building a fake caravan in the back <laughs> of the car, including like a wooden frame, That's like great. mattress, lighting, curtains, like roof liner um, and all this stuff just so when they got there, it would look like a caravan to a five-year-old child. <laughs> um, it was kind of good because I got a rough idea of what essentially I would need to do properly, yeah. um, even in just in terms of like how much room there is, like what needs bedding out, where the frame needs to go, yeah. and you know, and even just how to level it and stuff like that. So it was it was a handy emergency, um, yeah. but not really something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then the silver lining for that, other than seeing their little faces, was that then. I had to take the back seats out, but then they just became a, uh, a bench in the bar. So the lads could sit at the bar. Perfect. And it was really comfy. And then also to commemorate that, I made a new pub sign uh, for the lads because I've been needing to. I promised myself I'd be making these pub signs like every month and updating them. As you say, what's the pub called now? Um, do you want to see it? Yeah. It's not very good for the audio for the podcast. Eh. But, um, if, if Knife Cork. Knife Cork? Knife, knife Cork. If knife, knife, knife caught, I want to watch my knife caught. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if knife, no oh, fuck's sakes. I'm if that other podcast can do it, we can do it. Can you see it? 
I don't think you can see it. I can't really see it. Oh no! I'll, I'll send a link in the in the facey bees. Yeah, and then I'll put it on. I'll put it on the um, the Fools of Tools Facebook group, and then everyone will know what we're talking about. That's a very hey. good idea. Um, so that was also very nice. Uh, and last night, uh, the, all the scout leaders were either sick or had COVID or were on holiday. So I basically, well, I had to run know. Cubs and Scouts. Um, and there's only one more week left, so I had to get the entire mechanics badge done last night. Yeah, which again was good. So all the kids now have their little car badge. Nice. It was also pissing down last night, so I had to repurpose the tent from the garden. <laughs> And make this tiny little makeshift. You know, like outside Halfords, they have that little yeah. orange tent. Yeah, basically like a um, gazebo for the for the for the back of the car, which also made I gave them a little chance to kind of drive around the car park at the church. So it was like yeah. drive, but slowly because there's a tent attached to the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially, I had a, a kind of non-stop weekend of stuff that I wanted to do. Uh, but also stuff that I needed to do in order to achieve the things I wanted to do. Mm. Awesome. Nice. It sounds good. I like that. It sounds like you've had a, a again, a productive, well, I say productive. You've not had a productive. You had a fun weekend. And that is more important than being productive. Um, I have to comment on this this tapping that's happening. If anybody that's listening and wondering why there's an incessant tapping, Al either is like tapping his foot on the ground or bouncing on his chair. But is that going I'm, through the yeah? Through the cable? I'm trying to figure out what was making the noise, and I can that. see Al's shoulders just bumping yeah. up and down. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. matching in time. So it's that's the, so that's the USB the cable, which is not an audio mm -hmm. cable, so should not be picking up <laughs> audio. <laughs> Um, Funny enough, anyway, it's it's how <laughs> it just it gives some type of um, musical beat for anybody that's listening. How excited yeah. Al is! Exactly, but at least um, it was me talking, so it was like to, to the rhythm of my own voice. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. being rude yeah. like Steve. I, Speaking what? of rude like Steve, Steve, what have you been up to? Well, it's so nice of you to actually ask for a change. Uh, what have I been up to? That's a very good question. I have I, no idea. I have no idea. I was writing it down whilst you were talking, and I still don't know. Um, so, Al, you know uh, dumplings, like fried or steamed dumplings? Like delicious filling-themed noodle ravioli style. Yeah. Like, those kind of dumplings. Yeah. So, Yozu. Yeah, so you've got, like, uh, so the Tibetan ones are Momo's, which... I only know because there was a fucking amazing uh, Momo place in Bristol that did that was on the the street market thing. But I was having an argument with uh, a friend recently because we so sorry. Uh, so we made them on um, Saturday night, Friday night, Friday Saturday night, one well, a night, um, but did them in like uh, pancake roll wraps, like the rice rice wrap things, because obviously gluten free. Um, they they kind of work, but not not really. To be um, steamed or fried? Uh, fried. Well, okay. fried then steamed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it was because we didn't fry them enough both sides. But yeah. those rice wrappers are tricky. Yeah, and they they disintegrate quick. Mm. You can double um, stuff them. That's not a bad shout. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll try that next time. Um. Yeah. So the Japanese version. How do you pronounce it? Is it Goiza? Gyoza? 
I was just say gyoza. Yeah, gyoza. Gyoza. Okay. Gyoza. Okay. Yeah. Just a curiosity thing because I used to get them in again in Bristol all the time and never knew how to pronounce it's them. The, the the ghost at the end of Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Um. So yeah, made them for the first time ever, and they were delicious. If a little bit full, a party. Um. Uh, I also uh, another going to see another friend. Um. I went to see my friend Dave from Stoke and Bear, who is lovely. I think we've talked about him on the podcast before. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's like a, a bike builder, and Jet, his partner, um, does all the painting and stuff, like painting the helmets and stuff. Uh, they've had a small human since I last saw them. Um, it's We figured out it's been basically two years since I've seen them, which is terrifying because they literally live in the next village. Um, How did they have it? Uh, well, when, when, when a couple love each other very, very much, uh, yeah, anyway, so they've had this baby, um, which it was really nice to get to go and, and meet said baby, because I thought it was going to be in bed by the time I got there, um, but it, it was there and it was awake, and then me and Dave started talking about, like, all the, the things that they've got planned now that they've, like, got a kid and all the things that they could build and, and everything else, and yeah, it's just it was super nice catching up with Dave because it's been a very long time. And then I got to sit on his bike, which was fucking massive. That photo made you look well, you just look so damn happy. <laughs> it was ridiculous. The thing is, the reason I was like, I, I had such a big grin on my face is not just because I was enjoying the bike, it was because Dave was also being a dickhead at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that thing was ace, and now I want a bike more than I already did, and I didn't even want that kind of bike. Um, what are you shaking your head at? you got a truck to finish. Yeah, I'm going to finish that first. Yeah, you're going to be another one of those guys. It's like, I've got six vehicles. None of hey. them really run. <laughs> Hang on. I'm already that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, might, I might have to get my bike license sorted soon. Um but yeah, uh, so it was really it was really nice going and seeing them and talking about some future plans for what they've got going on, um, which was just really exciting. Um, I've been trying to work a little bit more on the frame for the truck, um, mm -hmm. but as discussed last week, I my welding helmet died, so I did not really have anything I could weld with because I couldn't see what I was doing, um, but. Uh, I now have a super nice, wonderful uh, welding helmet from a dear friend who I'm not going to talk about because I'm not Brett. I don't just shout people out just because they give me free stuff. Um, oh, but... that's cool. My spiffing is... is uh, what? It's Christmas. That was beautiful. Um, but yeah, uh, so said person, thank you very much. It's it's lovely. It covers my face. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like that was, it was, again, it was one of those things where I, I could have just gone and got the the cheap one because that's all I needed, but I knew what I, what I wanted was something a little bit, um, a little bit better. And it was just because it was, it was going to be more, uh, more practical for what I'm doing. Um, like the the one that I've got, it's it sits quite a lot closer to your face. It means that it's less likely that you're gonna um be bashing 
it off of the things that are in front of you and especially for something like uh like working on the truck like there's only a limited amount of space that you've actually got to be able to get in and around stuff um so having that uh that little bit of extra thing although i didn't need it i wanted it because it was i was gonna say because it was spiffing then that's fucking idiot uh that's the wrong segue isn't it al yes you're so angry with me um but yeah, uh, that segues beautifully into our topic, which is, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Uh, the wrong segue sounds like a really bad Jennifer Lopez, like romantic <laughs> drama, <laughs> where she marries the CEO of a Segway company, but she's the maid, so I don't know, I've not yeah. thought it through. Yeah, I I would not oh, watch man. that film. What um, year is it? <laughs> 2000? With Ben Affleck. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, Ben literally just came home. And although he was really nice and came in and made no noise, uh, it was still distracting. And I, I can't brain and talk and have things going on. Um, oh, you did such a good thing with it. I know, it was, it was really good, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, uh, so one thing not needing, because there's a lot, of, especially like, I mean, we've talked about it before with um, with tools and stuff like that. Like, oh, what, what do you need to start with? And oh, what do you want to start with and all of this? And I think there's a there's a big thing where people go, oh, I can't do X because I need Y. And it's like, well, do do you really need it? And like, where does that um, that distinction come in? And I mean, there are certain things like, <laughs> yes, technically I could get away with welding without a helmet because <clears throat> um, with the when we're working the workshop, like if it's just a quick tack weld or even to a certain extent, like just welding two things together, as long as it doesn't need to look pretty, there's the old cover with a glove, squint, squirt, <laughs> and it's fine. Um, but for doing proper welding, like... It, I don't even think you're supposed to put a mask on just for tack welding, Steve. Well, it's, in, it's in the is it OSHA, right? If it's yeah, a tack. Well, eh? If it's a tack, you, you, don't, you don't need to. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so yes, I, I could, I could weld up the entire chassis without it, but it wouldn't be safe or good. Um, so I, I think that kind of that crosses over into, into need. Um, mm -hmm. and it's, it's things like, um, uh a table saw for example nobody needs a table saw just for a bit of fun um but if you're doing um if you're doing a large project and you want to do it in a timely manner then it kind of gets into the point where you do need it to be able to mm -hmm. to increase your um your productivity um mm -hmm. for for whatever reason and i just think it's it's an interesting thing um <laughs> fucking idiot uh so, sorry i was i was just putting in the chat that you don't need safety glasses if you're just grinding one thing and i hate how well he knows me um well actually no saying that i i'm really good with safety glasses now i wear them all the time even when it's muggy as fuck like it is at the moment and as soon as you put them on they steam up uh <laughs> al do you want to uh just um Take over. I tried entertaining you all with with my with my my, my big boy voice. 
but you didn't want to know, so I'm just going to type it in the chat, and you can giggle your way through your crap segues. I can't fucking... You know how shit I am at this. Um, so, yeah, what... what uh, Brett, what's your opinion on want versus need? We're, we're going to Al. What happened? Why is it going to me now? Because <laughs> he's too busy being a dick. I can take this yeah. from here. Okay, go, go, go on. So you take a big sip. That's because you you need that before you start talking. Mm, true. Um. So, so, yes, this is always this always comes up. This want versus need, and especially with uh, a low budget workshop such as my own, <laughs> um, and a kind of priority driven schedule. It's there's a lot of triage going on, and it's it's a list of. I mean, I, I literally write lists. They're everywhere. Like, there's a list. There's lists everywhere. And some of those things I want to do, some of those things I need to do. But I think there's a third tier, and it's have to. So I don't even think need is urgent enough. Mm. Like, I need to have a shower, but I haven't had one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, I need to do certain things. I need to finish the, the, the camper van so I can move on yeah. to other jobs. But I... You know, I don't have to. Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to do all this. Want is like top of the pyramid. Yeah. I want to do all these things. Um, but the need is kind of like a little bit more urgent, but I have to. It's like I have to. Mm. Like I had to convert the back of the caravan in a couple of hours. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have disappointed two little girls. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't want or need at all. Um, I think the need is something that is kind of based on just your own parameters like i i'm this is what i intend to do therefore i need to do this so it's kind of based like it's 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 want but without the emotion yeah for me need um but as i say have to is like i have to pay my rent so whether i need to or i, want to, I, have to. I don't want to but... <laughs> yeah yeah i don't really need to because she's done yeah. fucking fixed the gutters but i have to um and then up until about two weeks ago I never, ever, ever prioritized want. Mm. It was always need first, and I, I always, I always was under the impression that wanting was just narcissistic, or wanting was just self-involved. Um, until a very good friend explained to me in very simple terms that wanting something badly enough is the same as needing it. Yeah. And I'd never heard that expression before. It might not even be an expression. It might just be that person's opinion. Yeah. Um, but just hearing that and it coming from someone who I <clears throat> absolutely have faith in what they say yeah. made me reevaluate my whole opinion on want and need. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, I, I, th that segued really nicely into the, the initial thing that kind of made me start thinking about this uh and like this is a as a topic um because it was much more or much much less of a, a a maker thing and more of a personal thing like the there there was a lot of um discussion with some friends earlier in the uh the year about basically about this and about what you want and how you prioritize things and also um being able to to just take care of yourself like I I need to eat. I need to drink fluids. Um, that that doesn't mean that I need to eat really nice food or drink nice wine or whiskey or whatever. Um, in fact, that, that whiskey and wine are probably the opposite of what I need. Um, 
but it's what I want. And I think there's there's a, a real thing where, and I was actually going to use you as an example of of people that concentrate too much on on needs rather than wants, and the fact that every now and then you you need to you you need to give in to those wants because otherwise what what's the fucking point for a start like um i was talking to uh to jess actually earlier uh yesterday i think um and i was talking about what i was cooking or something and um and she made a comment about the fact that i i take really good care of myself and i was like well yeah because I, I like food. is that just code for you've put in a bit of timber <laughs> i think it might have been because <laughs> you haven't it's yeah. quite the opposite um but yeah no like i i um it's because i was i was making a nice meal and i was like well yeah I, I i need sustenance but i want it to taste good like i i want to be able to enjoy it why why wouldn't i and it takes very little extra effort to get that that i want over just what i need um and i think it's the same like with with tools and stuff like that like they you know you might need an angle grinder but you might want one that has speed control or has no cord or whatever and it's kind of finding that balance of like well how much how much extra is the want from the need and can you justify making that jump I think, I mean, the risk of us talking about food. Um, <laughs> I, I do think that's a good way in because I think it's it's a sliding scale as well. Yeah. Like, you'd, I want short rib smash burgers. Yeah. But I just I just need, you know, carbohydrates. Yeah. <laughs> to get me to get me through the evening. Yeah. Um, but there's there's things in between as well. You know, yeah. you, you could have something a little bit more exciting than just plain rice and a bit cheaper than, you know, prime yeah. beef. Um, but I think the food thing is interesting. Um, and I've forgotten why, because I interrupted myself. <laughs> You're such a dick. That's a me thing to do. What are you doing? Come on, Brett. I'll come back to it. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask you guys if um, there's a way to kind of translate this this idea of um, want and need. And if you, I don't know, if you kind of put them up against each other is, is something that you want. And maybe let's say when you get it, it's just a sense of instant gratification that like now you, you have the thing that you wanted and there's not really much longevity out of it. It's just, you've, you've achieved the goal of obtaining the thing. If it's a need, I feel like there is longevity and, and maybe even more of a work to if that's something that you say, Steve, like I need a welding helmet so that I can do my job properly. If, you know, we're all these budget people and, and we have to be really mindful of um, how much we can spend on these extra tools and things. Like if you need a welding helmet, you can get one pretty quickly and, and fairly reasonable cost. If you want the $400 Sentinel, like they serve the same purpose. One of them is just a gratification thing. It does, like it works very well. There's a quality difference in there. Um, but in terms of need, if you start to ramp up the, the cost of the thing, and I just equate this to money and, and the workshop stuff or us doing things on our houses or, or whatever these larger projects are, 
the idea of needing these things generally takes more time for me. And also it's probably something that's longer lasting because I don't already have this instant gratification. Like I'll just go buy it tomorrow. It's this, whatever this thing is that I need, it's a requirement for me to continue to like move forward or progress. Go on. I think that, I think the temporal aspect for that is really interesting, Brett, because for me, once are quite shallow mm -hmm. and instantaneous, and it might be driven by endorphins or your taste buds or sexual gratification. Mm -hmm. Like that, that doesn't have that longevity of the thing that you needed because you're going to get, get shit done. And I think I think that need is is a is a a bit of foresight and a bit of planning and a bit of you know I'm going to use this for a long time versus then I I bought this cool thing that looks cool uh, <laughs> you know like because I wanted to yeah <laughs> never see it or use it again um, mm -hmm. I remember the, the food thing yes go so you're talking about food Steve very interesting so living in the Netherlands um huge kind of Calvinistic approach to things so clothes don't have to be pretty. Haircuts don't have to be fancy. Houses don't have to be comfortable. Um, they're just there. They're functional. They're there to serve a purpose. Yeah. You know, you need a house, but you don't need a pretty house. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Dutch, some Dutch design is fantastic. I'm not having to go Dutch design. This is just their approach to life. Um, <clears throat> but lunchtime at, in the Netherlands was just fuel. It was bread and cheese or milk yeah. or, you know, just like carbs, nothing, no flavor, no textures or interesting shapes or no eating experience and all the expats that lived there we'd all make a massive thing of lunch and, and we'd all because there was brazilian people and portuguese people and chinese people and thai people and koreans and russians and south africans yeah. and brits and we'd all be working in the same place having lunch together and it was i'm getting a, so excited about this. it was a fucking cornucopia of just like textures and flavors and, and and we wanted to do that yeah, we didn't need to do that at all. That was just yeah, yeah. an unnecessary, joyous thing. But then, actually, reflecting on it, I think it was super important. So I didn't. Yeah. I do think we did need to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, especially in a creative industry where we're we're inspired by the things around us. Having some having an hour of your life that's just boring and functional. You know, I think I think that's I think it's beyond a need. Yeah, and I I think like that that's kind of one of the other points I was going to make is the fact that sometimes a, a want can be an extension of a need and a need can be an extension of a want um in the like you say like if wontons if, they're little dumplings that you can fry yes yes they are oh I, nice callback I, I I honestly I had no idea what wontons were for such a long time um and it was I think it was in like uh Wayne's World that I first heard the term wontons and I was like fuck is a wonton um anyway back to the topic it's the first um, time i heard about the cream of some young guy too yes uh we were talking about needs versus wants and wants versus needs um and yeah like so if if that office of of people from all different kind of uh cultures and societies and things like that if they had just gone oh well actually yeah i suppose these guys are right we just we need to just eat normal like boring food just as as fuel um then i think it would have been really detrimental to the um to the atmosphere and to the creativity like i think for without trying to reuse the word need constantly i think you guys needed to do that to to maintain aspects of your own personality otherwise you just end up becoming kind of 
homogenous drones. I mean, this this is. I don't want to complicate things further, but this is why I brought up the have. Yeah. Beyond the need. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I don't think you need to eat. I think you have to eat. Yeah. You needed a welding mask, but you didn't have to weld. You didn't have to weld with a mask. You could weld without a mask. You could have just screwed it together. So the need the need is that bit before. Yeah. It's not it's not absolutely essential. Yeah. But it's kind of very, very useful to get along with what you need to do. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to eat. You can just live on a, 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 an IV and some vitamin <laughs> tablets. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like you could go completely just existing. Yeah. You know, I don't you I don't I don't have to pay my rent. I could go and live in a bin. But I think in order to kind of at least kind of break even and, and, and yeah. be on a level playing field, there's a lot of things that you need to do. Yeah. But I mean, they are still they are still driven by, I think, the wants. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think like I I quite like the way that you um that you introduced the the have. Mm. Um I mean I, I would argue that they're they're very, very closely linked. But then saying that, like, it's such a, as with every fucking thing we talk about on the show, it's such a fucking grey area because they, they, <laughs> well, Dutch food is definitely, well, <laughs> do they have like chocolate on toast for breakfast? not even that? It's not even chocolate. It's Ooh. like fake, the sugary chocolate yeah. stuff that's like oh, shiny. Shit. Yeah. It's not, so it, it, if it was just like grated chocolate, it'd be like, yeah, fill yeah, yeah. boots. This, I'm in France. It's Nutella. Yeah. It's just grainy Nutella. Yeah. Chunky um, Nutella. Why don't they do Chunky Nutella? What ooh, the fuck? That's a fucking brilliant idea. Oh my god. The, so, uh, what's yeah. it called? Ne Russia. Nestle? No, it's for Russia. There's people a bit for Russia. Oh, right. But Ferrero, oh. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so the the whole like like I mean, going back to, to what we were uh talking about earlier on, like the 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 way that you guys separated out uh, needs from wants, um, in that uh, you know a want is a is a frivolous thing. I don't think that's necessarily right. Like, like we said, like I I needed a a welding helmet, and I could have gone and got one of those fucking flip down gas cutting goggles that would have done, or I could have used like one of the the things where you fucking you hold the mask in front of your face and all of that. that that's all I needed, but I wanted something more than that because it's going to make it more efficient and that, again that's where i was talking about like the extension of it being a need like or, or want being extension need and i find that much more satisfying much more of a long-term satisfaction because um if i if i bought the 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 flip down goggles or the hold in front of your face mask i it it would have technically satisfied that need but realistically i know that it wouldn't have done because i wouldn't have been satisfied with it i wouldn't have used it i would have got frustrated with it i would have been able to to make do to make a couple of welds but if i'm going to be doing a, a large amount of welding which as anyone who's seen the truck knows that there's a fuck ton of welding going on it like i need something that i'm going to be comfortable in i need something that i'm going to be able to put on and not worry about it um like the the added advantages of of, of the the helmet i've got great but i needed something that was comfortable that that worked for my my workflow like the i didn't necessarily need the exact model that i got but that's the one that i wanted and that satisfaction our oh, fucking word satisfaction is gonna satisfaction yeah uh thank you um is gonna i know it's gonna last much much longer than if it was just 
a thing that I wanted because, oh, shiny, pretty thing. I want that. It's it's because it has because it fulfills a need. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted it. That's why it's it's better for me. Mm. But be, so, Brett, before you jump in, even that statement, uh, fulfilling a need, like a need is fulfillment. Yeah, that to me sounds like a want. So already the, there's a gray area just in like how we even think about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like I say, like I to. So it's it's funny that you said about the the chassis like you, that I don't need to weld it. I I do to be able to get through an SVA. It needs to be welded together. It needs to be securely fashioned, fastened. Um, so I need to weld it. And if I'm going to do a job that's going to pass um, the IVA, I need to be able to see what I'm doing. So, oh yeah, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is you don't have to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to, but I need. <laughs> you need to for the purposes of what you want it to do. But yeah, yeah. Your life well, will continue if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I was going to bring up, uh, or this makes a connection to what I was going to bring up, which is safety. Like, how often do we look at um, safety mm. as part of the, you know, it's a factor in all of this have, want, need. Um, Steve, you, you needed a helmet or some type of visor covering so that you could do your welding. Yeah, there's levels and things start to go from well, I have to have something that blocks the weld so you don't destroy your eyes. You have to. That's a safety. That's yeah. Part of it is just safety. You have to have that. I have to buy certain things for my house because they are safety and coding regulations. I, I would like to not have to do that <laughs> or I would want to be able to you know, spend less money or, or do I really need you know, the circuit breaker that's got 50 outlets in it. Like I'm never going to have 50 wires running into this thing, but it turns out like they don't really make a smaller version. Right. So I have to purchase the thing that exists out there. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. But that box is the reason you don't get electrocuted in your house. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a have to, um, the things I need to do feel less, uh, to me, Let's see, parsing it down. It feels like have to is usually a, a sense of safety or regulatory nature. Like have oh, to only comes alive. into play. Yeah, or staying alive. So have to is a rule. Mm. I feel like that always gets equated to some type of rule that's in mm. place. And the other two are different. And yeah, like Steve, you talked about it. They start to kind of gray zone or mesh together. But I think that's what what I'm trying to equate with those is like, well, when does it start to fade into the have to when it's just a need or a want? Mm. Well, it's because there's a certain degree of my life being in harm's way, or I need to be safe, or there's a rule or regulation in place. You want the really nice expensive welding mask. You don't need it, but you have to have something because it's safety. So that's when that all starts to get convoluted in there. Go does on. It just then Brett as you're talking about the kind of the wants slipping into the needs and that kind of the bit of gray area I'm now thinking about it the other way and thinking about some of those more functional objective things getting into the wants like I want a car with a five-star safety rating mm. for instance but you know it's not it's not some frivolous emotional extravagance yeah. that, that I'm, I'm treating myself mm -hmm. it's that I'm actually thinking practically 
you know, I want a leather bag that's going to last 25 years. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep having to buy a bag every year. So I think I think want also has some of that practicality in it as well, but it's yeah. more based on your um, individuality as opposed to the other end of the spectrum, Brett, where you're talking about the rules imposed on you by nature or government. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of the thing is like there, like we said earlier on, like there is a massive gray area and it all flits between it. But like if um, with with the whole thing of you know, if if you have a want, that then creates needs. Mm. So, you know, if you want to be happy, then you need to look after yourself. If if you want to help other people, then you need to be around to be able to do that. You need to to have that that capacity to be able to do that. Um, and I think this is this is one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is the fact that they have um, they get they get confused between um, needing to to have a little, um, I was going to say a little luxury. That's not at all what I mean. But like a, you know, they, they get confused about the fact that having to like needing to take some time for yourself and to do your own thing and to you know relax or to work on your hobby or to do whatever, do whatever it is that you need to do that, that helps reset you and helps keep you on the straight and, and narrow, whether that's, you know, woodworking, going to the gym, getting some sleep, cooking, meditation, whatever the fuck it is. Like people think of that as, as a want because it's an, it's an added extra. It's a, it's a bonus thing, but I think it's, that is one that really, really can cross over into a need. If you want to, to have all the other things in life. If you want to, if you want to be, have happiness, if you want to be there for people, if you want to be able to do all the, the things that we consider to be selfless, um, I realize happiness isn't necessarily a selfless thing, but you know what I mean? Like if, if you want to, you want to be able to help people out and, and all of that. Um, and, and if you want to be able to provide support to people, then you need to support yourself first. It's like, it's like a fucking bridge. Like if you've got, um, the golden gate bridge with the big fucking towers in the middle like they're supporting the road but they're also supporting themselves you imagine if they didn't have strong foundations they could make the cables as strong as they wanted but they're still going to sink and fall and collapse eventually like i think there is a real um misconception that um that wanting something for yourself is um is a bad thing and i think that's mm -hmm. kind of like that's more what I was getting at with the initial idea of the the, the topic is the fact that it's a bit late. The, yeah, uh, is the fact that like just because something's a want, not a need, or not not a have, um, doesn't necessarily mean that it has less value. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make it a sin. Like just yeah. wanting something, it's not like yeah. shame on you for wanting something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In terms, it just it just in terms of like prioritization is how is what I always see it as. Like, I absolutely will have a rib of beef at the weekend when my mates are yeah. coming up because it's fucking delicious. Yeah. Um. But again, to your point, I think it's important that you do those things with your friends and enjoy yourself yeah. <laughs> because you, you know you it's a slippery slope if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. And I, I think like it's it's something that people can um can forget far too often and and sometimes i think people just need reminding of that um because 
Reasons. <laughs> oh. I, I know i was i was there so you were teasing yourself i know but I, was, I was trying to find a a, a thing and I, I just couldn't because the only thing that i was going to be is like oh because that's spiffling but it wasn't that it was a really like morbid point um but if i had come up with a good segue that would have been spiffing <laughs> That so uh that means i'm going first and i am uh like because obviously i've been working a lot on the truck recently and um one of the things that i need to do if i'm going to get it running is uh or get it on the road is i'm going to need to work on the engine um but what i want to do is stick some ridiculous uh add-ons onto it um and make it so that it's really loud and noisy so i've been watching uh a few um uh v8 rover v8 specialists on youtube including rpi engineering who are based north of bristol so the the, the north um and uh They've got this uh, YouTube channel. They do like occasional workshop updates, some really, really good like explainer videos as well. Um, and uh, what one of the things that they do, it's, it's fine, no one noticed. Uh, one of the things that they do is, can you remember uh, a couple of years ago, there was that um, uh, the Ford KA, the Ford K, uh, that was like like a monster truck version. That was these guys, which ah. I I literally only just realized as I was looking at their channel. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been watching a few of their videos recently. Um, they're, they're good, informative. They're not extremely high production values. Um, but if you want to know a little bit about uh, V8s and how they work, and specifically the Rover ones, then they are a very good resource. And they've also made me want to spend a lot of money on a lot of silly things for the engine to get even more power out of it. And it's good. Talking of Rover V8s and yeah. cars from the past, uh, I've recently been catching up on the build series of the Ineos Grenadier, which is Ooh, essentially yes, yes, the, yes. Um, the replacement for the Land Rover Defender built by a private company before they realized that Land Rover were going to replace the Land Rover Defender with the Land Rover Defender. Um, <laughs> but they, they did it anyway. Yeah, um, uh, yeah Defender, in yeah. air quotes. Um, so yeah, it's it's the almost at the finish line now. Um, they've built a load of test models, which are oh, essentially nice. actual production line cars. Yeah, they've sent around the world to various points: South Pole, desert, uh, just towing shit, yeah. um, and just just seeing how the vehicles made from the ground up. You know, um, original chassis, original gearbox, drivetrain, everything. Um, really interesting. All the decision making along the way. You know why it looks a lot like a a G wagon had sex with a. <laughs> a, a, a proper landy um and just all the practicality of it and, yeah. and i think there was a lot of needs in that build um but then it was kind of underpinned with this kind of yearning and this want for a proper old school four by four vehicle and a proper traditional car that isn't just a you know a, a chelsea wagon yeah um so that is my spiff but then there's also a sub spiff um because presenting this series was um let me just quickly search because i forgot his name mark something uh mark evans 
So Mark Evans was presenting the series on the Grenadier, and he is the guy who did like a car is born and a four by four is born, uh, and, a, yes. and a bike is born and a plane is born. Where basically he just yeah. made or um, renovated a vehicle like yeah. from start to finish. You know, strip down the body, strip off the chassis, strip down the engine, rebuild it all, show you exactly how to do it. Super yeah. functional, super practical. A um, little bit of fun along the way. Um, but that that show was great. I think it was maybe Discovery Channel. I don't know. Uh, I think um, so. You can probably find yeah. it now on some some form of like um, replay TV thing yeah. box set. Um, but yeah, a, a something is born, and then you just fill in whatever vehicle you want. Um, it was a really good show, and I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's a, a good shout. I um, weirdly enough was talking to Jim and Jamie about uh, him uh, earlier in the week. Um, and also, whilst we're talking about, whilst we're doing car talk, uh, you got me watching uh, the guy from uh, Wheeler Dealers, the Ed, mechanic. Ed China. Ed China, yes. He is also like his, I think we, I think you spiffed him a little while ago as well. Um, in fact, no, I think I did. I think I did after, like, after, anyway, I've been watching more of his stuff because the, the Range Rover that he's rescued from a friend is the exact same as the Range Rover that I'm basing the build off. So, uh, yeah, that's another great one to watch. Um, Brett, what about you? What car-related YouTuber have you been watching? What? No. Oh. I don't do such things. Anyhow, we've talked about want versus need this episode, and the MVP tool or piece of kit that I've had going on over the last couple of weeks has been the gorilla ladder. Um, I know like Jess and Ben and Mike, they've all worked with the company or, or been sponsored or given stuff. Um, I got to use it, The brand is gorilla, Steve. Thank you for asking that question. So okay. it's gorilla is the brand. They make the little cart. No, I, I was doing a portmanteau of, no, fuck off. We're not going to recognize that as a thing. Tickle Amy. You just recognized it. You talked. I was asking Al. You fucking said about it. Yeah, we're going back to the Congo thing. Anyway, uh, yes. So the Gorilla brand, the kit that they've put out, uh, they sell it in some of the big box stores around here. They do um, like extendable ladders that break down. The functionality of them is really, really good. They're Honestly, they're very affordable for something that is a pretty typical piece of kit for most people, like a ladder or a step ladder. This serves both functions, right? It can do uh, the A-frame style step ladder, or you can extend it straight out to get double the distance. The little cart that probably most of our listeners has, have seen uh, Jess use, where she's pulling trash around on her property. That thing is amazing. And it was in my deck build video on Forge Home. I use it to dump gravel and everything I get. Honestly, like it's kind of mind boggling to think that there is a better, a really like a better version of a ladder or a better version of what is effectively just a, a wagon that has like a dump cart thing on it. They really are good. And I have no sponsorship or anything going on with them they're just like i got one of their ladders because i liked the one that jess had 
and I've been crawling around on my roof and doing various jobs that require me to be a little higher up in the air and boo yeah, they make good stuff. Uh, and I know they sell on Amazon and in plenty of the big box stores over here in America. So look up Gorilla. They make a lot of good household kit and, and I think they're worth investing in. I think they have very good quality for very affordable prices, which is something that's very important to me. And you can balance your own want, need, have, have to thing accordingly. Yes, brilliant. Uh, so I was definitely laughing at uh, puns that I was making. Um, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Is there any other business? Other than Not coffee? from me. Not from you? Not from you. Fantastic. No. Uh, okay. Well, in that case, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of these social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Networks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. You actually can because you can get in now. There you go. Ah, can you get in? Can you, have you moved a bit? Hey! When? Wait, both of them? Because everyone was coming round, so I had to move everything. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was also going to say, like, oh, fuck, no. I, I answered my own question. I was going to say, why don't you just park the fucked one on, like, in your garden? Because you could definitely get it in past the shack and then realize that your garden is currently a swamp. Um, True. And I've, yeah. I, I, I kind of te tempted myself and, and tested. I reckon I could get it in, but not back out. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> that makes Unless sense. I took it completely apart in the garden. Yeah. But then, then I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I took an entire car part in the garden and like filmed it from above? Yes. And, and just nulled the whole car. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking amazing. Like an art attack. Yeah. Um car yeah. attack. <laughs> uh gorilla car attack. Everybody go watch Congo. That's my uh <laughs> no, don't, reasons. don't. It will spoil your childhood. It's awful. Yeah. I tried it's watching so it. Bad. It's really bad. It's so bad. Uh yes. So that's us. If you want to find us as a group. FTV Heat Podcast or Fools with Tools everywhere, kind of, um, sort of. Uh, that's it. So until next week, thank you for joining us. We'll see you again soon. We love you. Goodbye. How's yawning?